Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. Today's program is brought to you by the financial support of our listeners. And I want to thank Carrie so much for her support. She sent along a donation via the Zelle app to box13 at greatdetectives.net. You can also send a donation via PayPal to support.greatdetectives.net or by mail to Adam Graham, P.O. Box 15913-15913, Boise, Idaho, 83715. And you can also become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters for as little as $2 per month. Just go to patreon.greatdetectives.net. Well, today we're going to wrap up the airmail mystery. Uh, uh, the original air date, of course, is... Uh, from 1932, and uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to parts 12 and 13. Events in the airmail mystery are rapidly nearing a climax. Jimmy Gifford, roving newspaper reporter, in one of Trans-American Airlines' fastest planes, is hot on the trail of one of the airmail thieves. He is flying at night in bad weather over dangerous country when motor trouble starts forcing him down. Irene Delroy of the Department of Justice and Sergeant Fitzgerald hear Gifford report trouble. With Andy Andrews, crack pilot at the controls, they are flying to his aid. Prior to this flight, Gifford, Miss Delroy, and Fitzgerald were investigating the mysterious wrecking and robbing of Transamerican mail planes. Ernest Powers, general manager of Transamerican, is also working to bring about the conviction of the mail robbers, which has cost his company its airmail contract with the government and the lives of two of his employees. Just as the plane bearing Miss Delroy and Fitzgerald nears the location of Gifford's last radio report, a fuel line to the motor breaks, and Fitzgerald goes out under the wing to repair the line in full flight. 
Hope is making of him. He's made it. He has the line feeding again. We'll pull through yet. Good boy, Sergeant. Fitz always delivers in the pinches. How is he getting along now? He's still on the landing strut. Look. He's trying to attract your attention. Open your window and you can see him. What do you want, Fitz? He can't hear you. He's too near the motor. He's pointing down to them. What is it, Fitz? I think he wants you to drop another flare. All right. I'll pull one and see if that's it. There. That's what he wanted. He's nodding his head. Say, what's he doing? Ah! He jumped! He's ripping his chute. Now, if it'll only open... It opened! Oh, Andrews, will he make it down safely? If we're not over the canyon, he will. Hey, look out! What was that? A ship. A gyro. A gyro? The bandits use a gyro to land in the canyon. Quick, where'd it go? The darkness swallowed it up. I'll drop a little flare. That's the ship we want to follow. No. We've only two flares left. We'll need them for landing. This whole tub will soon be out of gas. We lost a lot from that broken line. We'll have to hunt a level place and set down, and we can't waste any time doing it. That's our last flare, Andrew. Okay. I can make it now. The ground looks level enough. You better pull in on your belt. There. We're down. How far are we from where Fitz jumped? Only a couple of miles, I'd say. We doubled back. Where are you going? I want to find Fitz. Hurry. Well, I'll be right with you. It'll soon be daylight. So much the better. I never did relish climbing around over rocks in the dark country anyway. Well, let's start. We have a big job in front of us. There's a lot of searching necessary. You know, Andrews, this is the strangest case I've ever worked. so far in my... Wait a minute, Andrews. What's that over there? It's a sheet, ma'am. Washed out. Gifford's ship. Oh, no. Oh, don't worry, Miss Delroy. He ain't hurt. Oh, what? Fitz, the... where are you? Here, ma'am, on top of this rock. I've been watching that ship for an hour, hoping to catch somebody swooping around it. Any luck, Sergeant? Yeah, look what I caught. All right, you get going, get going. Long before I make mince me now. Fitz. I was never so glad to see anyone in my life. I thought I'd never see you again. You had me worried to death. Yeah, you ain't got nothing on me, ma'am. When I jumped, I remembered to count ten, but I was, well, so scared I couldn't get past three. <laughs> now, who's this bird? Oh, him? He's one of them. One of the male thieves? Yeah. He says he ain't, but he is. Ain't you? Uh, I don't know nothing. See, I told you it was one of them. You robbed that plane last night, didn't you? I don't know nothing. Uh, see, admit it. Wait a minute, Sergeant. How do you know you've got the right man? I caught him snooping around Gifford's plane, ma'am. Oh, I was just trying to see if anybody'd been hurt. Yeah, don't give me that or I'll bust your nose Wait in. a minute, Pete. Yes, ma'am. What's your name? Smith. Yeah, I'll bet his first name's John. What are you doing around here? 
Well, I was out looking for some stray cattle. When I seen a light coming down out of the sky, and pretty soon I seen this airplane fall, and its wheels bust off. I see. And uh, you came over to investigate. Is that right? Yeah. I figured as how somebody might have been hurt. Cooey. Don't let them put that line over on you, ma'am. Don't worry, Sid. Listen, Smith. I want to know why you're over here looking around this ship. What are you so interested in? Oh, I don't know nothing. Oh, so you're doing that again, eh? I'll bust your... I'll tell you what he was doing, ma'am. There were three guys in that auto gyro. He was one of them. How do you know that, Sid? Because I seen him. I saw the gyro on the air. Sid. Yeah, it landed just after I jumped. Say, Sid... Why did you make that jump? Because when you dropped that first flare, ma'am, I saw Gifford ship below us, and I didn't want to waste any time. You sure took the quickest way down, Sergeant. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid it was going to be too quick. I never jumped in one of them things before. What happened, Sid? Well, I, I landed over there about a quarter of a mile, and I see this gyro coming down. Well, I ducked behind those big rocks, and I watched them. Two of them got out and went over to the ship. This guy was one of them. Ah, that's a lie. Shut up, you dumb cluck. These two mugs go over to the ship and break open the baggage compartment and pull out a couple of heavy boxes. <laughs> well, what's so funny, Andrews? <laughs> they fell for it. What? <laughs> fell for what? I was supposed to take this ship out tonight. I purposely laid a trap for these boys. I had a bank downtown order a gold shipment through our lines. Them boxes contained gold? No, Sergeant. Them boxes contained bricks. Oh. <laughs> and these mugs thought it was gold, huh? Somebody at the airport must have tipped them off. Right, Sergeant. And I have a hunch who did it. Who? Can't say right now, Sergeant. There isn't enough proof. You say this man was one of the two who loaded the gyro. I was not. All right, listen. One more yap out of you and I'm going to bust your head on them rocks. Now shut up, will Sergeant. you? Well, I mean it. This guy's getting on my nerves. That's all he's been saying. I seen him when he got out. I seen him carry one of the boxes over to the gyro. And when they took off, I seen him go poking around some more in the ship. I sneaked up on him and jabbed a gun in his ribs. Oh, but Sergeant, you left your gun in the ship. Well, it didn't make no difference. He thought it was a gun. What was it? The monkey wrench that I used to fix that gas line. <laughs> you are... You are to be commended, Sergeant. Thank you, ma'am. Now, the next question is, where is Jimmy? Oh, I don't know, ma'am. There's the ship he was flying, but he ain't in it. Are you sure he wasn't hurt in that landing? Well, I don't know. There's no blood around. Say, come to think of it, you know... I saw some marks there behind the ship that looked like automobile tracks. I didn't give it a thought at the time. If Jimmy wasn't hurt, he's been kidnapped. Uh, there's something fishy. I don't believe there are any automobiles around here as a general rule, Miss Delroy. It's miles over to the highway. If Jimmy had been okay, he'd have left some sort of note in the ship. Did you look for one, Fitz? Yeah, but well, these guys were there before me. Maybe they took it. I have a feeling that they have something to do with Jimmy's disappearance, too. Well, why don't you try to get something out of this bullet-head mug here? It might be worthwhile. Listen, Smith. You're mixed up in a mighty serious business. If you know what's good for you, you'll start talking and do it quick. Mm -hmm. I don't know you nothing. You'd better reconsider. As I said, you're in a pretty bad fix. Three robberies and two murder charges hanging over your head. Murder? Yes, murder. Two murders. You, I don't say you're stringing me. 
You're trying to get me to talk. Well, I don't know nothing, see? I'll string you up by the ears if you don't talk. All right, come on, spill it. Where's Gifford? I don't know nothing. Oh, you want me to pop him, ma'am? Uh, may I speak to the fellow privately, Miss Delroy? If you care to. Step over here a minute, Smith. Hey, he's getting pretty chummy with that guy. He may be able to get him to talk with We must find Jimmy. <laughs> I didn't make him talk if you'd let me. Uh, Smith has decided to tell his story, Miss Delroy. Well, be... Very good, Smith. You were in that gyro, weren't you? Yes, ma'am. And the fellows you were working with, they were the men who robbed the ship that was sent crashing down into this canyon, weren't they? Yeah. But I didn't know they'd go as far as murder. They told me... Never they... mind. Do you know what has become of Jimmy Gifford? Yes, ma'am. They took him. They who? Smith and Jenkins and the gyro. They caught him as soon as he landed because he recognized one of them. They flew him over to the hangout and... Well, then we flew back for the gold shipment. I thought your name was Smith. My name's Denny. I do the cooking and chores at the hangout. You say they have Jimmy at the hangout? That's the guy who was flying this ship. They got him. Yes. Was he hurt? Not when I left, he wasn't. You mean he might be in danger? Well, Jenkins was pretty mad. Because the guy recognized him. Jenkins was someone Gifford had seen before, eh? Yeah. Just where is this hangout? It's the first ranch south of us. Just a house and a barn. Yeah, how many of you mugs are there? Four. Three others. You'll let me off now, won't you? Won't you, ma'am? I didn't know there was going to murder anybody. I didn't. Honest, I didn't. I haven't anything to do with that, Denny. Why did you remain here after the others left? They couldn't carry me with all that... Gold in the gyro. <laughs> you, you mean all those bricks? They'll be plenty sore. I didn't know they was going to murder. Honest. They said they'd be back in the car and get me. You've got to get me away before they get back. They'll kill me for sure for talking. I don't think they do that. Oh, you don't know Jenkins, ma'am. He's mean. You say Jenkins is the leader of your gang? Is that his real name? Yes, ma'am. He don't use that name, though. You know who he is? Yes, ma'am. So do you. Quick, what is his name? Who is the man behind the airmail crashes? His name is... The shot went high, ma'am. Give me a hand, Sergeant, and we'll try to stop this bleeding. Ah, we ought to let the rat die. Give Andrews a hand, Dick. Yes, ma'am. Well, let's prop him up against this rock, Sergeant. There. There you are. I'll get his shirt off. Mm. There you are. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's not bad. About four inches too high. Lucky break for him, Fitz. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be in his shoes. Here's some water. See if you can get him to talk. Yeah. Here you go. Hold him up, Andrews. Here. Yeah. He's coming around all right, ma'am. His eyes are opening. Good. See if you can get him to tell you how many men are holding Jimmy. Yes, ma'am. Hey, how do you feel? Come on, sit up. Oh, is, is it... Bad? Ah, they plugged you right under the shoulder. Who done it? It was the boss. Oh, am I going to die? Ah, a little plug like that ain't going to kill you. Come on, come on, snap out of it. Where's Gifford? They got him. They got him where? Oh. Come on, answer me. Oh, don't shake my arm. Oh. You give me an answer, or I'll leave you laying out here. 
Where's Gifford being held? In the barn at the ranch. How many men are back there at the ranch? Four. Oh, you're, you're not going to let him get me again, are you? You'll keep him away from me, won't you? Yes, we'll keep him away from you. Are they armed? Yes, they're desperate. They'll do anything. Jenkins is afraid you know who he is. Gifford saw him. It'll go hard with him. How far is it to the ranch? About 20 miles. Do they keep their plane there? Yes, sir. It's in the fake hangar. You can't see it from the air. It's all set for the getaway. They're going to Mexico. Getaway? When? Sometime today, ma'am. Oh. Let him go. They're, they're poisoned. Jenkins will kill me Jenkins about... isn't going to kill you. Not if you help us out. You say it's 20 miles to the hangout? Yes, ma'am. Just behind that range of hills over there. Oh. He's on. The only way to get over there is in the ship, ma'am. That's just what I was thinking, Andrews, but it won't do. Why not, ma'am? Because they'll see if we'll get anywhere near there. Yeah. Yeah, and they'd hear the motor and get away before we could land. Not so. only that, but I'm afraid to think what they'll do to Jimmy to keep him from talking. They'll kill him, ma'am. Jenkins will do it just before he makes his getaway. I know it. Andrews, we've got to beat him to the punch. Isn't there some way we can get there without them knowing it? I was just thinking, ma'am. What? It's too risky a business for you, Miss Delroy. Nothing is too risky if there's a chance to save Jimmy's life. What is it? You see that heavy cloud formation just above those hills? Yes. The ranch is just beyond. Is that right? Yes, about a half mile. There's only one way to slip in on them. What is it, Andrews? We can take the ship and climb it here and slip in over that range with an idling motor. We'll be above that cloud formation and... Oh, it's no use. It's too dangerous. Can't you see, Andrews, that this whole case hinges on our getting to that ranch unnoticed before the gang makes a getaway? What's your idea? The only way is for me to climb the ship above the clouds and for you and the sergeant to jump for it. In parachute? Yes, Fitz, it's the only way. I'll arrange to drop you on the other side of the hill. You can come down through the clouds and work your way up to the ranch through the brush. I'm game, Miss Delroy. I know you are, Fitz. All right, Andrews. It's a go. Get the ship started and we'll leave. After we jump, you cruise around the ranch a while, and if we're too late, get the nearest authorities and try to stop them. Right. You take my shoes, Sergeant. Explain to Miss Delroy how to crack it. I'll get the ship started. Uh, hey, what about me? I'm hurt. I need a doctor. You won't leave me here. You'll stay here, buddy. If we pull through, we'll come back and get you. If we don't, well, the coyotes around here are nice and friendly. Are you all set, Miss Delroy? <laughs> Yes, ma'am. I'm going to get past that ridge a short distance. How high are we? About 10,000, Pitts. That's a long ways to fall if that chute don't work. I knew a fellow in France... That chute will crack okay. Don't let that worry you. I'm not worrying about the jump. It's after we get on the ground that our work starts. Right, Miss Delroy? Yes, Pitts. I'll throttle down a bit. I don't want them to hear our motor. You'll probably land within a couple of hundred feet of each other. But don't drift your bags too close together. If they touch, they might fold up. I'll bail out first, Mr. Delroy. All right, Sergeant. May we have your gun, Andrews? Here it is. Better close your gun straps, Fitz. You don't want to lose that. Yeah, thanks. Well, this is about it, ain't it, Andrews? Just about, Fitz. You can bail out any time now. Yeah. Well, here we go. Fitz, you're a swell sport. I hope we make it. Sure we'll make it. It's a cinch. Look, see? Here's the ring. As soon as you've cleared the ship, pull it straight out. It's easy. Look. <gasps> it's open. He's safe. Well... Good luck, Andrews. Stick around. We may need you. Good luck. 
Did you argue much, Miss Delroy? <laughs> a little, Sergeant. Quite a drop. What's the matter, ma'am? My ankle. I must have turned it. Huh. Uh, are you sure it ain't broke? Oh, why don't you slip it? It'll get better. Uh, you better let me go ahead. You stay here and rest. If I don't make it, then you can try. You know me better than that, Fitz. Yes, ma'am. All right, I'll help you. It feels better now. I can make it all right. Yeah, we'd better take it kind of easy, ma'am. We don't want those fellas to know we're here. We'd make easy targets out in this brush. Right, Fitz. Oh, I do hope we're not too late to help Jimmy. We don't even know for sure that they've got him, ma'am. That guy back there in the canyon might have been stalling. I doubt it, Fitz. I think the solution to this case lies right there in that barn. You find the man we're after there. Do you have any idea who it is, ma'am? Yes, Fitz, I do, but I can't be sure. Every angle in this case points to him, but my common sense tells me I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong like that a lot, ma'am. I know that, Fitz. But here's one case that you'll find your guess as good as mine. Uh, do you think this guy killed Roberts, the radio man, back at the airport? Yes, Sergeant, he did. I've just about figured out how he did it. He was in the closet in Robert's room when you found the body. Yeah, and I muffed oh, it. Oh, I don't blame you, Fitz. I'd have done the same. Uh, how about the murder of that pilot? That was just a case of double cross, Sergeant. The pilot was one of the gang. You know that from Andrew Stone. Yeah, they must have had a fight over the money. Hey, we're getting close to that barn. You might hear it. Yes. Hey, look. Mm. It's the auto gyro, ma'am. We're in time. Yeah, but not any too soon. There's a guy starting the motor. Look. He's climbing down, Fitz. That's the man Gifford and I surprised in the radio. Yeah? I'm positive. He's going back into the barn, ma'am. The others must be in there, too. We can't waste any time now, Fitz. They're all set for a getaway. We'll move along this same pier and hope they don't see us. If they do, wait for that shed over there and try to hold them back. I'm going inside. Yeah, and I'm going with you, ma'am. Don't take any chances, Fitz. Shh. Listen. Must be four of them, ma'am, like that guy said. What do we do, huh? Listen a minute here at the door. Ah, uh, why don't you stop them now? You know who you are. Listen, you. I'm running this show. We'll take him up with us and dump him in the lake. That voice, I've heard it before. They're talking about Jimmy. It means he's alive. Yeah, let's rush him. They don't expect us. All right, Sergeant. But remember, it's four to two. Ah, some of them rats are yellow. I know it. Besides, we got the advantage. Come on. Come I'm on. right behind you, Fitz. Don't give them a chance if they reach for a gun and shoot it out of them. Okay, ma'am. They're licked already. All right, Put them up! Put them up! Put him up. Look out, Fitz! Hey, you stop! Don't move another step! Ah, nice work, Jimmy. You spoiled his aim. Hey, who's that in the corner there? It's Powers. The boss. Get him, Fitz. No, you don't. Get back! You won't take me. Way back there! Fitz, he's heading for the window! I'll get him! Ah, he jumped! Quick, Fitz! I'll hold these other men. Get Powers! Yeah, he's heading for the auto gyro, ma'am. You can't get through that way, Fitz. You'll have to go back the way you came in. Hurry, Fitz. He's climbing in. He'll get away. Hold these men, Jimmy. Here's the gun. Come on, Fitz. Oh, we've lost him. He's taken off, ma'am. Fitz, look behind us. No. It's Andrews in the other ship. He's diving in. He's seen Anna. Powers making a getaway. Oh. He's heading for Powers Gyro. Holy smoke. He's going to crash him. better now, Andrews? Yes, ma'am. Wow, what a bump. You got a nasty crack when you smacked into that gyro. Yeah, what about Powers? Well, Powers is... Powers wasn't as lucky as you were, Andrews. He's dead. I was afraid of that. 
Gee, I just meant to shear off his rotor blade. Perhaps it's just as well. Powers admitted everything before he died. The whole thing was his idea. He engineered everything. Yeah, I got his statement right here. Boy, but what a confession. Can you beat that? The general manager wrecking his own ship. Powers was badly in need of money, sir. Who's that? Shepard. He's been out calling for the rangers to come and get these three mugs we got tied up here. I got the ranger station, Irene. Good. The fellow there said the three of the boys were already on the way over. They found one of the fellows in the canyon, and he told them where we were. They'll be here any minute. That's great. How's Powers? He's dead, Jimmy. I didn't think he'd pull through. I'm glad to see this fellow's okay. This is Andy Andy, Jimmy. He was waylaid by Powers and his gang. They thought he was dead. Hmm. I knew the fellow we found in the ship wasn't Andrews. I heard Powers tell the red-faced fellow he did a nice job. Yeah, but I'd like to know about Roberts. Oh, I know about that bit. Roberts was in on the deal with Powers. Yeah? But he didn't want to be a party to a murder, so he tried to break out of the gang. Powers killed him while we were downstairs. Well, it looks like everything is washed up, including that nice new mail ship I was flying. Ah, it ain't hurt bad. Well, I remember a fellow once in France... Uh, Sergeant. Yes, sir? The men are here for the prisoners. Oh, yes, sir. Welcome back. Great conclusion to the series, and I just enjoyed it uh, the second time through as well. Uh, For this whole 13-part serial format, it manages to really have a good sense of pacing. Uh, And it it kind of does start off a little slow, but it's getting you uh, informed as to the problem, as well as setting up the whole world of aviation, which was still quite new to most listeners back in 1932. 
But then the tension builds throughout the series, and you get to the end, and you just have so many great, uh, exciting moments. So it really does pay off uh, from the entire story in these last two episodes. The mid-air uh, airplane repairs, the parachute jumps, the gunplay, and the aerial shenanigans. All really taking advantage of the theater of the mind. Uh, I don't think there's any way that a motion picture in the 1930s could tell this sort of story and have it come off near as well as it does here over the radio. Everybody does get their moment in the end. I love Delroy just pushing ahead despite everybody's attempts to try to protect her even though she's the lead investigator, and even Jimmy gets to deflect a shot. So a superb end to what's been a really good series. All right, I want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you so much to Debbie. Debbie's been one of our Patreon supporters since October of 2015. Thank you so much for your support, Debbie. That's all for us today. Join us back here tomorrow for Mystery is My Hobby. Next week, I'm on vacation, but we'll have some stories uh, from the archives. Then, a week from next Tuesday, uh, join us for the premiere of Dick Tracy, and then we'll be back uh, with uh, The Man Called X two weeks from today. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.